Ladies and gentlemen, I am happy to announce that the 10th team in the CFL will be known as the Atlantic Schooners. Welcome back to an episode of Atlantic Zone Coverage. All things coverage on the Canadian Football League, but more importantly, the potential expansion franchise here in Atlantic Canada, the Atlantic Schooners. Okay, so there's been a bit of a delay with our episodes, and I'm embarrassed to say that it's all my fault. We had an episode recorded, ready to be edited, Last weekend, during All In, we recorded it just before All In, and that's why I kind of walked away from it. And yeah, so I should have went back sooner because it disappeared. So uh, so yeah, I do apologize for the delay in episode. I thought it was actually going to be a really good episode too. So we will have to re-record that at a later time and get that out. So uh, because of uh, Labor Day weekend, it's kind of hard to kind of get that episode back up and running. So this episode here is just going to be a, a little interview I did with one John Ryerson back in 2018 at the Grey Cup in Edmonton. So if you don't know who John Ryerson is, uh, I'll just give you a quick little blurb. But he is the man who's kind of kept the Atlantic Schooner's name afloat. Um, within the CFL community for quite a long time. He's the one who does the Down East Kitchen Parties at the CFL Grey Cups uh, during the weekend. So he's been uh, an integral part of keeping this, you know, this dream alive. So this is just a quick little interview. Uh, it might be about eight minutes long. Uh, so, yeah, it's not too bad. Quick short little one until I can get that new episode recorded and out there for you guys to enjoy. Uh, I will say what an amazing weekend of football. Um, those Labor Day classics, wow, I am just so jealous that uh, everyone gets to enjoy these diehard rivalries. And we don't. Uh, I'm super excited for the day that we can join in and have those rivalries and experience it for ourselves. Um, so I will say this right now. I'm calling BC out. We'll see you in a Labor Day Classic in the near future. But, um, yeah, okay, so we'll get into the episode. It's going to be a short one. Uh, thank you guys so much for having a listen. Hope you enjoy. And, yeah, thanks. Uh, so we're here with uh, John Ryerson, uh, the lead organizer, I guess, for uh, the Down East Kitchen Party at uh, all your Grey Cup uh, festivals over the years. John, thank you much. For, thank you very much for joining us. You're welcome. Um, so uh, I just really want to know. Oh, questions fade away. Um, where did you come up, or when did you uh, come up with the idea to start having these Down East Kitchen Parties, and uh, how long have you been doing them for so so far? We started in. Ottawa in 2005, I believe, was our first one. No. And the reason that the idea was there, prior to the kitchen parties, there was always a group of us that went to Great Cups, half a dozen guys, and, and, and we dug up that old schooner logo 
from the past and we, we wanted to wear our colors at the Grey Cup. So we had our logos on our jackets and we did the whole Grey Cup thing. And, uh, and then all of a sudden it dawned on me that the Grey Cup Festival, which is one of Canada's largest festivals, was not, had no representation east of Montreal. Mm. So the whole region was never, never involved in one of the biggest festivals there is. Mm. So I said to myself, we've got to change that. So a bunch of guys from a real small town, southwestern Nova Scotia, loaded up a U-Haul, went to Clearwater, got some whole lobsters, drove to Ottawa, had no idea what we were doing. And we got this big haul and we put on a, par, a kitchen party with Jimmy Flynn and the whole thing. And, and it went over so big, it was incredible. People were standing in line in the rain waiting to get in our venue. So we knew we did something right or something really wrong, but it, I think the right was uh, what prevailed. And after that, we just kept going and going. And, but what happened was the fan base with the Great Cup started to recognize us as a partner. And then the schooner name started to resonate with everybody. So, and then there was almost a demand for it. So Great Cup committees were calling us and saying, hey, we need you in our city. We need you to do this, we need you to do that. So it's evolved from there all the way up to this level, which is and will be the biggest team party at this Great Cup Festival. So that's where we are today. So, over the course of all those years, how has your preparation and uh, organization for these events, how has that changed over the years? Um, I'm assuming starting, uh, you didn't, first one, you didn't really know what you're getting into. Now, over the years, you know a little bit more uh, of what to expect. Now, how has that changed all over those years? Well, first of all, we learned from the first one. And, and actually we learned from every one of them and we got better and better as we went along. But you can't do it without the, uh, you know, it would never ever have happened if it wasn't for the loyal uh, volunteers that make it happen. I mean, one person can't make it happen. And, and so the preparation, it changed. I don't know if it really did change or whether or not we just, we just learned our lessons as we went along. Um, one of the key factors was is that we never had any sponsors. Mm -hmm. Nobody in the province of Nova Scotia would sponsor something that didn't exist. Mm -hmm. Like we, we were promoting a team, but yet the team didn't exist. So how do you get sponsors? Yeah. So that would be very difficult, right? Um, but I'd be remiss if I didn't say that there was always one sponsor from day one uh, who stuck with us. And we wouldn't have been able to do the kitchen parties without this sponsor. And that was Pure Later. Pure Later flew all our supplies, all our lobster, up to every Grey Cup, always back, and no charge. So without them, it, I'm sincere when I say that, it would not have happened. No. So how much, how much actual preparation does go into these? Like, like are you the only one really kind of organizing this or do you have a bunch of people that are below you organizing, talking to everyone, organizers, everything? I organize the the most of it, okay? Uh, I'm a, kind of a micromanager, so I, I, I make sure to get my hand on everything. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think that, I think it's group effort for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a group effort and again, 
there are certain people that uh, we couldn't do without, and that's our volunteers. And yes, I do a, a lot of it. Uh, when I started uh, doing this, I was probably 45 years old, and now I'm 90. Uh, so it does take its toll. Yeah. Uh, like today, you know, I with the naming of the team thing and all that, it takes its toll on you. Yeah. So yeah. When when would you initially start? organizing for the next Grey Cup? Like, as soon as it's over, do you start for the next season? Well, what happens technically is the, the Grey Cup city uh, will visit us here in, uh, in Edmonton, and then we'll, we'll make an arrangement, an agreement, to go to the Grey Cup city that's going to be held in. Next year's Calgary. Uh, we've already been approached, uh, and uh, we're definitely in. This will be our second trip to Calgary. And uh, then the planning really takes place from there. Uh, now that I'm more or less retired, I guess I have more time to put into it. So it takes a full year to plan the party. Though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, now we'll get to uh, the guys in Maritime Football Limited. Um, have you been working hand-in-hand -hand with, with these guys uh, in any way with their bid so far? Yeah, I, I've been working with them. We've met uh, a couple times in Ottawa, and uh, we, we text a lot. We email a lot back and forth. And uh, they share with me as much as they can. Um, but of course, they didn't share the name with me, uh, which is the only thing I really would have wanted. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and they've asked my advice, and I've given them some advice. And uh, going forward, uh, I'll play some role in there. I'm not sure exactly what it's going to be, but uh, I'll definitely be involved with those guys. They're yeah. good guys. Yeah. So how do you feel about um, what the work that they've put in so far um, for this bid? I believe that they have done a great job because they're moving at a pace that seems slow to us, but uh, it'll pay dividends in the end because they're not forgetting anything. There's no trail behind them. They, they, they move methodically. We use a football terminology. They are moving the ball down the field and they have hit every uh, line on the field and we are in the red zone right now. So if we don't fumble the ball, we don't throw an interception, we're going to score a touchdown, and it'll be the biggest touchdown in the CFL in 50 years. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, how satisfying will it be for you, after all these years, um, for them to announce that Halifax will be getting a Canadian Football League team? I, I don't even know. I, I, it's been 26 years. It's, it's a long time to, to beat a drum. You know what I mean? Uh, we were just sitting talking before you got here and uh, we were saying we never dreamed that this would morph into what it is. It's, I don't have words for that and, and, and more importantly, uh, it doesn't matter what team name it is, we have to stay focused on the big picture. The big picture, you can have as many names as you want, if you don't have a football team you have nothing. So if it's called something else, it's called something else. But will we be disappointed? Of course we'll be disappointed. I mean. I'm going to be on stage with them when they announce the name, and I guess I won't be wearing my scooter jersey. I don't know how I'm going to feel. You know, I'm human. I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to react. All right. So that's really all the questions I had for you if, um, for right now. Obviously, yep. we there's more questions. But you'll possibly. be in the venue, maybe I'll tonight. be I'll yeah. be at the party tonight for so sure. Um, we'll chat a little bit. Oh, I for find sure. Some time and whatever. But, and uh, but yeah, so I want to thank you very much for taking some time out of your day to. Uh, to Sit down with me. You're welcome. It was a rest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm not gonna... Okay, so that was the first time I've listened to that interview in five years. So 
I'm actually, I'm not going to edit it like I thought I would. I'm just going to leave everything in there, even like my horrible question asking skills. I hope that in the five years I've gotten better at that. But um, yeah, I think it's um, it's kind of an interesting story. And I don't know if, if many people really have gotten the chance to really um, show John the appreciation that he probably deserves. I don't think that we would be in this situation back then in 2018 or in this situation yet again in 2023 if he didn't take on those um, those tasks that no one really thought of, you know, like having uh, the way I look at it is this. There is a reason why no expansion franchise or failed expansion franchise is represented 40 years later. Uh, John definitely played a very important role um, on that first great cup that he went to wanting to represent um, east of Montreal, you know, the Maritime. So, yeah, I definitely think that if he didn't step up back then, we would not be still you know, talking about it. So that takes, that's a, an amazing thing. And I, I've, I'm very appreciative for what John has done. And I'm super excited for the future of this franchise in Atlantic Canada. And uh, I, I don't know if John would listen to this podcast or not, but if you are, I definitely appreciate you sitting down with me back then in 2018. And every time I've seen you, to be able to sit chat with you again some more. So I'm hoping we'll have another updated uh, discussion in the near future, hopefully. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this little quick little episode. Um, looks like discussing with my kind of co-host, we won't be getting that other episode out for a little bit longer due to uh, back to school with the kids and stuff like that. So. So yeah, um, I'm going to try to get out some shorter episodes until then. Uh, and yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Chatting with John Ryerson, head organizer of the Down East Kitchen Party at your Grey Cup Festival. Hope you enjoyed. Was this a-